So, uh, anybody know what body armor is? Yeah. Yeah, I know that, uh, that some of you know what body armor is. Today is part one on a three-part series on body armor. And what it's about today is your duty belt and a ballistic vest. So we're going to be talking about body armor for the next couple of weeks. And uh, here's what I want you to know. Ephesians 6.11 says this, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. I want you to know when we are facing Satan, we are having to wear body armor. Now, in the military and in law enforcement, they wear body armor when they go on duty because that's when they're going to face a threat or when they go out in the field uh, or out in operation. They're wearing their body armor. Now, when they come back, they take it off, and hang it up, store it aside. So they may only need it when they're on duty. But let me tell you something. Christians need it all the time. Because you're always on duty. You see, when law enforcement and the military, when they go out, that's when they expect a threat. And that's when they wear their body armor to protect them. But we as Christians don't know when and where the threat is going to come. It could come from your own home. It could come from your workplace. It could come at McDonald's. Or it could come in the middle of the night when you're all by yourself. And you're going to have to put on. That means you're going to have to pick it up. That means you're going to have to wear it. And you're going to have to put on the full armor. Just a piece here or there won't help Christians. Just a piece here or there, really, you'll leave yourself open. And this armor is the armor of God. Now, you can't wear your mama's armor, and you can't wear your daddy's armor. You've got to wear your armor that God made for you so that you can stand against Satan. It says the schemes of the devil. And you don't know when those are going to come, where those are going to come, or how they're going to come. You don't know who they're going to come from or what's going to happen. Because the Bible says this, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. You see, when you've got on body armor that military or police wear, your struggle is against flesh and blood. But a Christian's struggle is not. It's against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Satan is stalking around trying to see who he can get and how he can get us. And if we don't have armor on, we're in trouble. If we don't have the full armor of God on, we're vulnerable. Here's what that armor is. And it's spelled out in Ephesians 6. It's easy to find. We're going to pick it apart just a little bit. In verse 14, it says, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Today, we're just going to talk about two of them the belt of truth, or your duty belt, 
and the blessed breastplate of righteousness. This is the body armor we're going to talk about today. And I want you to know that Jesus says, he says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really know me, you'll know my Father as well. This is part of the belt of truth. Jesus Christ says, I am the truth. Now, you can look around for truth all over. You can search the Internet on truth. You can talk to friends at work, and everybody's going to tell you this is the truth. But there's really only one truth, and that truth is Jesus Christ. If you're a Christian, that's what we believe. Because Satan will have you do this. Uh, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees, and as he was talking to the Pharisees, they were challenging him. And here's what he said to them in John 8. You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native tongue, for he's a liar and the father of lies. I want you to know when we're looking for truth and we're looking for Jesus Christ, know that Satan is a liar. Uh, Pastor Ramona talked about it this morning, how Satan will lie to you. And it will come at you from every place. And if you believe it enough, you'll start saying it yourself and believe in the lie. And God doesn't want you to believe the lie. He wants you to, he wants you to have the belt of truth buckled around your waist. Now, some versions say it like this. Gird up your loins. You know, your loins are that part of your body right around here that have to do with reproduction. He wants you to gird them up. Your loins are these big muscles right here that help you propel. He wants you to gird them up. He wants you to know that when you put on and gird your loins with truth, you're safe. Because I want you to know something. Truth is narrow. Truth is not wide. Truth is narrow. See, there's only one truth. There's only one way to get the truth. Jesus said this about truth. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many will enter through it. But small is the gate, truth is narrow. Small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few will find it. You've got to have this belt of truth around your waist. And you've got to have this belt of truth girding up your loins so that your reproductive area and your motion area will be safe. It will sit in truth because it's at risk. John 17, 17 says this, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. John 16 says this, when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he'll guide you into all truth. See, Jesus talked about leaving the Holy Spirit with us to guide us in all truth. Truth is narrow. We've got to stick to the truth. We've got to stick to the narrow gate, not the wide gate. We've got to put that truth on. We've got to put that belt of truth on. We've got to gird up our loins in order to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. If your loins are broken... You won't be able to stand. 
If your muscles are torn, you won't be able to, you won't be able to stand. You'll have to sit. And it doesn't say to sit against the wiles of the devil. It says to stand. So when the spirit of truth comes, he'll guide you into all the truth. Jesus also said this in John 8. To the Jew who had believed in him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching and you are really my disciples, then you'll know the truth. And the truth will set you free. When you go somewhere like a doctor or a lawyer or you're with a family member, you just say, just tell me the truth. I I just want the truth. In order to have the truth, you've got to put it on. You've got to pick it up. You've got to apply it to your body. The truth will set you free. And he also talks about the breastplate of righteousness. Now, you know, you may not feel righteous. Pastor Ramon was teaching about it this morning. You may not feel like you're righteous. Isaiah 64, 6 says this. And all of us become like one who is unclean. And all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. That's because they're our acts. They're our strength. They're our power. You see, in our own efforts, we are not righteous. In our own devices, we're not righteous. In our own minds, the way we act, we're not righteous. But you see, God, God had a plan for that. In Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians five twenty one says, "And God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God." God put the sin of the world on Jesus Christ so that he could bear our sin. And through him, we would be righteous, not of our own works. Romans 4, 3 says this. What does the scripture say? Abraham believed in God and it was credited to him as righteousness. This is a story in Genesis 15 where uh, Lot had had moved into Sodom. And after Lot had been there a while, there were five kings that came against four kings. And the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and the, the kings uh, that were north of them, they went to war. And the, the four kings won and they took Lot with them. They kidnapped Lot and uh, Abraham, with just a few hundred men, went and fought these four kings, and he won. And as he was coming back to where he lived, when he was coming back after the battle, uh, the king of Salem, which is Jerusalem, the king of Salem named Melchizedek came and met with him. And Melchizedek talked to him. And Melchizedek is a type and shadow of Christ. Many of the commentators think that he was the reincarnate, precarnate Christ. And it says that Abraham believed what he said and that God counted it as righteousness. See, Abram was righteous because he believed. This is the righteousness that's given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. But you may not feel righteous. See, part of going into battle is knowing who you are. 
having confidence and knowing what you've got to do. In the military or in policing, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't know who you are, the authority that's been given to you, if you don't use that authority, first of all, the criminals know it and the enemies know it. They can smell it like a lion can smell fear. You've got to have that authority, but more than that, you've got to know who you are. You're not righteous on your own. The truth is that you're righteous because of Jesus Christ. Yeah, but I, I don't feel righteous. See, you've got to take up and put on the whole armor of God. If you don't put on the belt of truth and gird your loins, if you don't put on the breastplate of righteousness that God has given you because you are righteous, you're going to be unprepared for the battle. Listen to this. In 1 Samuel 17, Then Saul dressed David in his own tunic. Now David had gone to Goliath, and he was going to fight for the Hebrew people, the Israel people, against the giant. And Saul said, Go ahead. And Saul dressed David in his own tunic. He said he put a coat of armor on him and a bronze helmet on his head. And David fastened his sword over the tunic and tried walking around. But because he wasn't used to them, he said this, I can't go in these. He said to Saul, because I'm not used to them. So he took them off. And they took his staff in his hand. He chose five smooth stones from the stream and put them in his pouch of a shepherd's bag. And with a sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. You see, you can't use somebody else's armor. It's fitted for you. Yes. God made it for you and for me. He's got it waiting for us. If you haven't ever decided to use the full armor of God that God's got for you, then you're at risk. God has made it specifically for us. He's hammered out this breastplate of righteousness for each of us. The armor in those days were these coats of iron, and they would be fitted together. They were custom made. They didn't go to Walmart and get them. They didn't go to Dick's. They didn't go to 511. They were made personally. I want you to know that God has hammered out a coat of armor, a breastplate of righteousness. Because we're not all the same size. One size does not fit all. He paid the price to protect us from sin, and we're righteous because of Him. Amen. Look, the bottom line is, physical body armor, that's one thing. Some of us in this room have had to wear it. That's one thing. But spiritual body armor is everything. You've got to have it in order to survive. You see, and your body armor won't do any good if you don't put it on. Now the question is, will you do that? The question is, will you pick up this armor? So you see, our righteousness is not enough to protect us. We need the breastplate of righteousness of the Lord held on with a belt of truth.
duty belt, ballistic vest. If you don't have it, when the battle comes, you're at risk. Do you want to be safe in Jesus Christ? Do you want to be secure in knowing who you are? So that when you face, not if, but when you face the battle, you'll be able to face it with confidence, knowing that God has made it for you. Now, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus Christ, that's the first part. You've got to get the armor of God. You've got to know God. You can't put on armor that God hasn't given you. You need it. And the first thing is a relationship with Christ. If you haven't given your life to Christ, today's a, today's a day. If you're wondering, well, is he talking to me? Well, yeah. Yeah, I am. If you don't know the Lord, today's the day. And if you know the Lord, and you've had a relationship with Christ, don't be unprepared for battle. Gird up your loins. Put on the belt of truth. Know that truth is narrow and that God loves you. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. Because behind that breastplate of righteousness is a righteous person. If anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old has gone away. God gave me truth, and he gave me righteousness. Let's pray. Dear Father, I thank you today for your Lord Jesus Christ. I thank you that we've got two pieces of armor here that we can put on, the belt of truth, this narrow belt of truth, that is through your Son, Jesus Christ, only. We thank you for that, O oh God. And Father, we thank you that not through our own works are we, are we righteous. It's not by works, lest any man should boast. But it's by your Son and the blood that he spilled for us that made us righteous, that we are righteous through faith. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. And if anyone would like prayer, we'll have some teams up here. Please come up and, and join us. Hallelujah. Hello, this is Pastor Louis. I hope you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 1030 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at thelivingcornerstone.org. Be blessed.